0: Welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner of Icon Real Estates.
1: And my name is Nikki Hoffman, a physician assistant turned real estate agent on the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market.
0: If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. Yeah. And today is going to be fun. We are going to get back to our roots <laughs> and get into some real estate conversation. I mean, sports is amazing. I'm a sports junkie, which was last week.
1: Really, it's been like, I feel like it's been the last three weeks because we had um, Mark from Runners Retreat, fitness, and we had CrossFit. CrossFit. Yeah.
0: It shows some of our. Passions also, which uh, yes, is fun, but sure. you know, let's let's get into conversations today. Where you know, let me just even highlight the intro. What we say, we say this all the time, but you know, being a realtor and being a broker and an owner of Icon Real Estate, you're talking about how you had a career shift. We yeah. talked about this in our very intro episode, but mm-hmm. I almost am curious to unpack that even more because for some of our listeners who are just joining us, they didn't really hear that. Oh, they should okay. go back and, and listen, but. It, being a physician's assistant mm. for a, a good long time, mm-hmm. and and now you're shifting the mentality into real estate. Mm-hmm. What is that transition looking like for you right now?
1: Um, hmm. Interesting. So I have always been a for the majority of my career as a PA, a shift worker. Oh. So a yep. work at work and turn it off punch in punch out yeah kind of person yeah so I would say one thing just a mental um change is that sort of like continued evolving to-do list um also you know as a PA I mean you don't per se advertise your services you know people just come because they need you and you do that service so this is a bit different too because there are tons of um, real estate agents so it's trying to differentiate yourself um add value to people you know so and 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 also you know admitting that you're new um and so sometimes i think that can be a little bit of a hurdle but But, you know
0: i mean you have the experience of working with people You have the experience of interacting and knowing how to get tasks and chores done. Right. And there's an element of project management. There's an element of giving customer service to people. Yep. Bedside manner. Sure. You understand that term, right? So,
1: right. Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely think the skill set, the transition, you know, is not a difficult one. Um, Yeah. And there's lots of, I mean, if you have a passion or an interest in real estate, you know, Architecture, dealing with people, mm-hmm. home decor, a vision—a little bit like being able to see something out of maybe something that doesn't, you know, clearly look a certain way. So I think, yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I love all those things. So I, I think it's a it's a really cool ability to be able to do. Obviously, um, you know, luckily in a position where I could make a change. So right. yeah, it's awesome. I mean, I'm having a lot of fun working with buyers and trying to, you know hopefully become uh, you know the position myself as somebody even in my neighborhood yeah. um, who can be you know helping my neighbors if they're selling and and things like that so um yeah so that's sort of the goal and
0: finding your niche yeah uh, exactly. uh, you know so all mm-hmm. of the listeners out there if you're looking for an agent it's good to as i said in the intro you know or the outro also this mm-hmm. being experienced and finding somebody who's available and dedicated there's so many mm-hmm. different uh, attributes and characteristics of person in the service industry you can be a lawyer you can be a doctor you can be an accountant there's always elements of okay we're lender who we've interviewed before mm-hmm. there's elements to just how quick are you to respond how much time are you able to give to your customer or your client to be able to make their needs happen, right you know well
1: that is one thing i think that i'm realizing too that you know the as i'm developing relationships with clients in real estate it's not a super I mean this is a this is a long-term relationship yeah. when you think about it yep. so a lot of times especially like in the emergency room setting or the urgent care setting those were one-off interactions like you might not deal with that person again <laughs> so so really like when you're choosing an agent I think choosing someone that you you know know that you I, I hey I would like to receive a phone call from yeah. that person <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, So. All right.
0: <laughs> so the emergency room wow that is a whole can of worms that we could probably have an entire episode on that but sure is there a a fun story that has happened with you know not divulging you know patient doctor pa confidentiality but what's the craziest thing that you've seen
1: over Um, the years here in
0: winchester give us some local flair for the community actually
1: i feel like i don't know why but (laughs) you asked that question and the only thing that's coming to my mind is actually um an event Or, you know, a patient interaction that was actually your wife dealt with in the emergency room. nice. Which was a bear attack. Yes,
0: there was a bear (laughs) attack. Do you remember that? Oh, I did not experience and see it, but I remember her coming home and she said, I had the craziest and most amazing day today. Yeah. She was able to essentially, I wouldn't say save this person's life because I think that had happened before it got to her. But we're talking... Hundreds of stitches oh, yeah. that she had to do <laughs> yes. for a guy who was hiking in Shenandoah County mm-hmm. with his dog, Yep, stumbled on a bear cub, and that is never a good sign. Yeah, And obviously what comes behind the bear cub mm-hmm. is mama bear. Right. So the guy tried to make a beeline down the trail and get out of the way. Whatever mm-hmm. happened didn't go well. Yes. The dog jumped in and saved it's owner's life, yes. basically, by warding off the cub and warding off the mama bear. Amazing. And so, I think dog needed more stitches than uh-huh. the guy. Uh-huh. They both made it. Yes. But my wife, she is very, gives attention to detail. Yes, And yes. loves gigging in the weeds of something like that. And uh-huh. hours, we're talking, oh. she said hours, pretty much all day, sewing this guy up well, because of the bear and attack. And it
1: tells you anything about the emergency room setting, like... At that time, I think back when your wife and I worked together as PAs, we only worked in like the minor care right. setting in the ER, and yep. that bear attack patient was in the minor care. That
0: that is that is not normal. I right. would think so, a bear attack should be so, major. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So if that gives you an idea of how it works, um, it has since evolved, and the PAs are doing much bigger and. Um, crazier things than they um, did when I was there. Yeah. But yeah, so it just you know, goes to show you, you know, there's definitely some crazy things. I'm sure I could come up with a better one, but for whatever reason, that's well, we're, what di- came to we're my diverging <laughs>
0: here. You know. So yeah. again, the conversation today is getting back to our roots with real estate. Yeah. We're not going to have a specific guest that we're going to interview because we want to get into where is the current real estate market? So let's turn our attention to that right now Mm -hmm. and move on to essentially a market update segment. We've done this once before so far, Mm -hmm. but I want to give more attention to the market right now because Mm -hmm. it is the middle of October. The year is getting near the end. Mm -hmm. Historically, people in this Time of the year mm-hmm. start kind of closing up shop. You know, there's going to be fewer things to sell. Mm-hmm. Buyers are saying, "Yeah, I'm not going to buy anything right now because I want to make sure that I'm settled around the holidays." Right. Uh, you know, and then all of a sudden, winter rolls around, December and January, and snow hits, and nobody wants to be shopping then. Mm-hmm. So, how can we set up the stage to set expectations for people who are listening, who are th- still looking to buy or looking to sell their house? So that's the start of the conversation. Right. When it comes to purchasing a house, yes, historically, prices are going to be a little bit lower in the winter mm-hmm. for all of those reasons. Cold weather, not as many people looking to sell, not as people looking to buy. You know, It's just kind of a, a seasonal of weather, at least for Winchester, right. that, that happens. Now, you could be talking, I've worked with agents in Florida before, and they're the reverse it's hysterical because i i did a deal with a couple of agents in florida we uh-huh. we had a uh, an agreement where there's a referral and i work with clients down there uh-huh. and the winter for them is the hot season
1: it makes sense because you know probably us northern people are mm-hmm. going down there maybe mm-hmm. more people are looking for their retirement you know home yep. or whatever I guess. and nobody
0: wants to shop in 110 degree so, yeah, swampy sure. weather yeah, down in makes, florida
1: makes total sense
0: so for our market again for winchester that's historical kind of where we were now mm. let's set some expectations yeah.
1: do you think you're we're gonna see the price decreases like would be typical of years past this fall and winter or I'm are we're we not seeing it at i'm this not point? seeing it yet and yeah. i'm not
0: feeling that it's going to happen okay. and here's why uh-huh. uh, we did see a slight dip in activity yes in the summer uh-huh. And historically, summer is also a slight dip in real estate world because people have vacations. The weather does get warmer here, mm-hmm. not as much as Florida, but there is going to sure. be a, a little height in the temperature and people mm-hmm. are like, I don't want to go out and shop in that weather. Mm-hmm. You have 4th of July, yep. travel plans, and then people want to get settled into the school year. So right. if you're not moved into your home by the start of school year, that's a problem, which uh-huh. means that you need to have your house under contract by June. Early July, the latest, to be able to move in and be ready for the school year. Right. So this past summer, we have the stats that show it. You know, there was a slight just dip and decline in the numbers. So we went from uh, the height of the market in June this past year. Mm -mm. There were up to 178 houses that were pending and that were active, Mm -hmm. that were under contract. Yeah. They dipped to July, 142. Then it stayed steady, 143. And here at September, down to 121. So the number of houses that are going under contract is a little bit of a decline, Mm -hmm. where we got up to that height of 178. But if you look back historically to where we were at this time last year, September was 137. Okay. And so look at, just imagine, visual numbers, we're still a little bit down, a little bit slow. Mm. However,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: the prices are still higher right so when you're looking at the average sold price mm-hmm. back then in september was three hundred and ten thousand, and now this past september a whole year later it was three hundred and twenty eight thousand. yeah so we've gone up by a significant percentage mm-hmm. eighteen thousand dollars we've increased from year over year september of 2020 to september of 2021 that's telling me that people are still going to say, looking at their neighbor's house, they're selling. I'm hearing stories; mm-hmm. people are going to get excited about still wanting to list their house.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the actual numbers I just while you were talking was just looking at. I mean, the numbers on the market I feel like are still are kind of lower um, than they have been the last couple of months. There's only 77 that are you know active or coming soon in 22602 Mm -hmm. and 41 Mm -hmm. and 22601 right now that's sort of on the lower side yeah
0: a little bit lower and and i'm looking at frederick county and winchester so the entire surrounding areas i'm Uh looking at both together Okay. and yeah total inventory last Mm -hmm. year was 340 houses this year's 375 houses Mm -hmm. so they're selling for greater dollar amount Mm-hmm. there are a little bit fewer houses that are getting under contract and a little bit more inventory, and that's going to help buyers. It's going right. to help flatten out the market. Yep. And what is good about these numbers, again, is the price. Mm-hmm. So what people are scared about is, oh, this is a bubble. It's going to burst. I'm going to be a buyer, and I'm going to wait for it to burst and then get it when the prices drop. Mm-hmm. It's, we're not seeing that right, right now. The prices are continuing to trend upward a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Buyers are still... Um, going up against multiple other buyers and other offers on on listing so anecdotal stories i recently was able to win out on a bid of more than seven hundred thousand dollars house price point here Mm -hmm. in frederick county right up against seven other um buyers wow and we won okay now at the same time there's other houses and other buyers that um i have a listing that has been on the market for a month Uh uh-huh and so half of that price so why is that the case why would a house
1: do you think that's just i mean you know the number of buyers for a seven hundred thousand dollar house are just fewer well obviously not though obviously not,
0: that's that's yeah. the, that's my point of the right. story so yeah. how is that to me that says that we still have a strong market mm-hmm. that there are people out there willing to spend over seven hundred thousand dollars on a house any given house in winchester frederick county that's the significant price point yes Mm-hmm. And yet, there's still houses that are in the three, four hundred thousand dollar price range that aren't selling. Mm-hmm. So, what does that say? It, you know, to, to me, it says that there's still some houses that are overpriced. Sure.
1: Oh, yeah. I think we're definitely seeing that um, here and there. Uh, but those, I mean. You know we had an experience talking to someone it's like you know it's hard because people they want that high what they see as the highest value mm-hmm. they heard yes. their friend heard oh you're not going to have any trouble getting x because it's your neighborhood and yep. it's like well you kind of get those blinders for what your house is yep. and so you think you can get that highest yep. number but it seems like still if you have that strategy of pricing well you still have that possibility like you said of multiple offers yeah. um potentially if you price really well creating you never a bidding you know so
0: it's good to have the right agent to help you yeah, pull out the comps yeah. and so i will admit my house that's listed that's been in the market for a few weeks mm-hmm. we had comps and we priced it at the higher end just mm-hmm. to test the waters and We've had the feedback that the condition doesn't match the location that's not matching the price. Sure. It's very simple math. Mm -hmm. So then I have to go back to my people and say, we've got to keep dropping our price to find a sweet spot, which Mm -hmm. is what we're doing. Right. At the same time, how do we match the condition with that as well? Right. Condition of a house. um, I normally don't tell people to go out there and make some changes. But in this case, I am suggesting let's make some changes.
1: Well, the other thing is, too, okay, are you willing to drop the price? Or if you want to only drop the price a certain amount, Mm -hmm. then what change are you willing to make? Or what concession are you willing to make? I mean, I think part of it is just that sort of again it's that attachment to the what if of how much you mm-hmm. could get and so you the, you know sometimes I think yeah it's just hard to get over that like well wait why isn't mine worth
0: that much? And okay, all of our conversations <laughs> is here to say it's not an exact science so we oh, can't predict yeah. the future we can't say oh absolutely things are gonna look good mm-hmm. but when I look at the numbers of this past summer and how there is only a slight dip and how I'm seeing the trends still anecdotally of seeing that there's still houses that are selling with multiple offers, yep. again, it's it's bodes well to mm-hmm. where if you are a buyer, mm-hmm. you should still say, okay, if I need to buy something, let's go find the right house at the right price and get the best deal I can right now.
1: Okay, but that, so that's for buyers and that, then in my mind, especially as a newer agent, I always think like in the past I'd heard, oh, you know, there's not as many houses on the market in the winter, but if you're a seller, mm-hmm. like, Now would wouldn't now be a great time to consider listing, even though it may be suboptimal weather to invite a bunch of people into your house. But like you don't have a ton of competition.
0: There's not there is. Well, so the inventory is still a little bit high, so there's still going to be some competition. I think that if you choose to wait to the springtime again, you can't predict the future. You just never know what's going to happen. I would still anticipate next spring to be pretty strong and pretty solid. Uh huh. But there is going to continue to be this growing um, desire from home buyers or home sellers to list their house. Mm -hmm. Eventually, the curve is going to correct itself to where we will have a proper amount of inventory with the proper amount of buyers out there. It is still a seller's market. Mm -hmm. So therefore, you want to jump on a seller's market anytime, Mm -hmm. whether it's October or January or March. We know that it's still a seller's market, Mm -hmm. which is why I would suggest not to wait because there's still this um, overbalance or underbalance of more buyers than sellers
1: well it makes sense I mean too I guess I'm just thinking if you if if everyone is still stuck in that old way of hey I'm not gonna li- I'm not gonna list until springtime but if you jump in now and you're one of two homes in a neighborhood Mm -hmm. versus one of five homes in a neighborhood. Big deal. Yeah, exactly.
0: That is, And so I will typically encourage Mm -hmm. my sellers who are thinking this through in months of like January and February Mm -hmm. to list their house the end of March. Let's get through that really cold season Mm -hmm. but let's be the first to get on the market in my neighborhood or the second so we're not in that stiff competition of four to five other houses in April or May. Yeah. So because of the the lower, inventory has Mm -hmm. risen a little bit but there's still a a correction that needs to be made of more inventory to less buyers which will kind of settle down this crazy market mm-hmm. which just slightly started to happen which we just looked at numbers to show that trend mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you're a seller jump on it still right because it's still you are in the the positive and the the seesaw is tipping it mm-hmm. is is leaning towards being a more of a buyer-friendly market but it's still mm-hmm. on the seller side mm-hmm. strike now because yeah. you can still sell it. Okay. And, it's, and the price is right. Mm-hmm. So more numbers. More numbers are fun because, sure. you know, <laughs> I'm a numbers nerds. guy. Absolutely. <laughs> this, is, this is what it is. You know, so the, um, we talked about the average price of houses that is sold is like 328000 right now. Okay. Um, it is impressive to find that for this month of October, the current inventory, the average list price is 428971 Hmm. 428 is the average list price
1: that is the you said again city and county yes looked,
0: combined yeah. for the month of october those are the listings that are going up awesome. so that is a significant um almost a hundred thousand dollar jump above what the average price has sold so so you these think just, higher just in price these hiring houses are getting listed right now
1: yeah i was gonna say well just you know because i just happen to be peeking through in the county i mean there's you know two homes that are over two million dollars listed mm-hmm. now and they have one of them I know because I looked up before just because I was like wow what is that um you know had been on the market for like over 60 days I mean those that price point typically I mean I guess you have to have a really specific buyer for yep. that yep is that pretty typical uh, for yeah, that Winchester
0: price uh, I mean for years many years if you there is not a house typically that's gonna sell for over a million dollars in Winchester uh-huh. that is just a, a given that's kind of a, a big benchmark we're starting sure. to see listings well above a million dollars like you just said mm-hmm. and they are starting to sell mm-hmm. and it's also funny to see to, to see a $700,000 house have multiple offers and sell above you know asking price sure there's there's an abundance of money now here that is infiltrating our area sure so the I don't have the stats on this right now but the average household income has definitely been going up mm-hmm. over the last 10 years here in, in Winchester and Frederick County okay um, the the number the population is growing the jobs are coming in. Mm-hmm. So there is a, a whole influx of um, industry and you know the hospital being one, the university being another, other big industries, government um, is coming around. So there's going to be a continued growth in our area for, this, for the foreseeable future.
1: Right. Yeah. Never
0: mind the fact that COVID has impacted our real estate market mm-hmm. in a po- such a positive way that people who had jobs and still have jobs in D.C., and are living in DC, are realizing I can work from home. Yeah. Or maybe I can only commute once or twice a week. Yes. And I can live out here. Uh-huh. I was just hanging out with people over the weekend in Loudoun County, mm-hmm. um, just at a friend's house, a couple different families. We were talking. Of course, we ended up talking about real estate. <laughs> and they flat out asked me, like, they were like, well, what can I get for $800,000 out there? I said, get a whole heck of a lot mm-hmm. a nice big five bedroom four bedroom place with some land maybe a pool, yeah exactly. you know and they were sh- I mean, they were shocked mm-hmm. you know they're like well i might be able to get a, a reasonable townhouse here <laughs> you
1: That's know nuts. and so <laughs> yeah.
0: people from dc and new York, virginia are realizing that that the lifestyles a little bit slower paced out here yep they don't have to have the commute <clears throat> because of covid and the remote working and the prices here are s- still significantly less oh yeah So what that means is there's a lot of people leaving the DC area Mm -hmm. coming here or Northern Virginia area and coming here, which again, oversaturation of buyers, less inventory is going to keep our market pretty strong. Mm -hmm. If any crash would happen, in my opinion, it would happen more in the DC area first because those people who are selling their houses are leaving the area. Mm -hmm. They're not relocating within the same general area
1: would you expect then i mean i guess i don't know how fast something like that happens if you see that in dc does it then trickle out to leesburg and then to you know what i mean Slow Is there progression. Like a, yeah. not,
0: not as much but you, you think about i mean you, you gotta love our area with clark county being the buffer between uh-huh. us and northern virginia yeah and, and i love clark county government because they are just against any kind of growth uh-huh. i mean from for the longest time I, I i don't quote me on this but they didn't have a a fast food restaurant until that is true. <laughs> recently. Yes, you're right. and there's mm-hmm. reason for that. Mm-hmm. You know, they they just they like that style of life in Clark County. I love it, and so there's going to be a little bit of a buffer mm-hmm. that maybe the people are going to jump and leapfrog over Clark County. Mm, and come to our area.
1: Or if they really do want that feel of being away from a city do they live in clark county and then just know that they can drive to winchester or drive to persilville or leesburg for you know a little bit more but i mean it's because it's beautiful there if you want that you know that extra bit of land that little bit more quiet and more quaint feel the Um, further
0: west you go mm -hmm. the less the prices of houses go Mm-hmm. and and that's true of even just our Frederick County area. Yes. If you live on the east yep. side of county, you're going to be have a closer commute and drive into DC and your house is going to be a little bit greater if you took your exact same house on the east side of town mm-hmm. and put it in western Frederick County, it would be it would have a little bit less value yeah. just because of the location. So mm-hmm. the same holds true as we go east the, the prices continually go up. Mm-hmm. So from here to Eastern Frederick County, to Clark County, to then Western Loudoun County, to then Eastern Loudoun County, into Fairfax, is just continually gets bigger and bigger. It's kind of mm-hmm. obvious, but it's interesting to state it out and verbalize it out loud to really think about what does that mean to our real estate market here in Winchester.
1: Yeah, I mean, actually, prior to you know getting into real estate, I guess I hadn't really thought about the east side of Winchester, um being sort of i mean i knew it Mm because i saw it hey a lot of my neighbors are commuters but Mm -hmm. i didn't think of it as being you know per se more desirable but again you know if you like the downtown area maybe you you don't think about it that way but yeah so it's interesting to see how the values of in the city and on the east side um do tend to be a little bit more than on the west for sure
0: yeah so just summary kind of getting through this market summary Mm -hmm. um conversation i the basic question is, is there going to be a bubble burst? Mm -hmm. And in in my humble opinion, I'm feeling things are going to stay pretty strong. Yeah. And when you look at strong, again, it's going to be a seller's market. It's going to be buyers who are going to have to really do their due diligence and hunt and find the right house for them and and be willing to pay the price.
1: And be willing to possibly have a few offers that aren't accepted and and know that you might deal with a little bit of heartbreak along the way a
0: little bit of struggle Uh uh-huh and and even in this winter time it's still going to stay strong okay and and expect a slight dip in january and february just Mm -hmm. like we saw in july and august Mm -hmm. a slight dip um but then it's going to pick back up next spring and and again the whole goal is just to have a balance so it's supply and demand Mm -hmm. it's basic economics to where buyers and sellers have equal playing field and you know right now buyers are struggling and it's there's still a struggle and mm-hmm. sellers are, are getting what they want for the most part just i just warn all sellers right now you've got to still price it right yeah find the right comps don't get so greedy because if you're getting greedy and i'm preaching to myself right now because i've got a couple flip houses and i'm gonna start a listing soon and i've got a couple sellers and i'm working with you have a tendency to, to, like you said, Nikki, just the emotion gets involved, Right. the bias gets involved. Mm-hmm. Even as an agent, if you're friends uh, of the client, you get involved emotionally, you mm-hmm. still have to think strategically what's gonna give you the best bang for your buck, yeah. sell it quickly, and move on.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing for me. It's like, I I think, like how much nicer is it for everyone involved to hit the market, competitive pricing, be priced right, and, and- get those offers quickly versus yep. that stress of like absolutely okay, it's been three weeks do we reduce or now people are wondering hey is there something wrong or right. what you know i don't know so yeah
0: that's it's, a, it's a tough call yeah. because you're, you feel like you're leaving money on the table sure. and i get yeah, it yeah and and as an agent i'm here to support any of my sellers to say i'm here to maximize your proceeds right i'm here to make sure yeah, i help you the get the highest dollar mm-hmm. but let's be real mm-hmm. and have those conversations to where like we get it done and get it done quickly yeah so. yeah yeah.
1: So good stuff. Yeah, it's always fun, I think, to to look at the numbers and kinda talk out the the market so people know what's going on.
0: Yep. Well what's going on in your world? I know that we, <laughs> we had some we, we constantly promote what's going on in the local community. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Part of what we talk about, yes, yeah. is real estate, but it's also local happenings. Mm-hmm. What went on in your world last week?
1: Yeah, so um, last weekend, you know, last week we talked about that um, fall harvest festival at West Oaks Farm Market. Yep. So yep. Um, we ended up deciding, because it was sort of like a drizzly, dreary mm-hmm. Saturday, you mm-hmm. know, last weekend. So um, we did end up deciding, like, after nap time, let's take Gemma over there and check it out. And um, so admittedly, I have never been to West Oaks Farm Market. Yeah. So, um, so we get there. It was 4.30, and I was shocked at the number of cars. So you were there? Oh, yeah. We pulled up. We parked. Yep. I mean, We, we braved it.
0: <laughs> yep. I braved it, not for those reasons. I don't have a little toddler, and uh-huh. I wasn't going to have a big drink fest. I just went, went for a honey-do list to go pick up two items. I forgot that it was the big day that we've yeah. been promoting. Yeah, It was a backup for me, uh-huh. a, a, like 15-car weight on middle road to turn into... The, yeah. the market it was I th- insane
1: I think um, by the time that we got there you know people were, were leaving, mm-hmm. so it was a bit better um, and it was you know it was fine it was perfect you know you have a toddler you really only have an hour and a half two hours to be in a place it, it was all outside so you know she gets to bounce on some inflatables yeah we stand in line for ice cream we drink a couple beers and then you know um, we decide to head home which yeah. at that point I then realized that I have lost my cell phone. No. Yes. And so at first I'm like, oh, I left it in the car. And then you're like, no, you didn't. Because you took pictures of your child the whole time with pumpkins and whatnot. So uh, we luckily um, found somebody, some lovely human being. No. Turned my phone in. So
0: you circle back. We're looking we, all around we, for we're,
1: it. Meanwhile, we're trying to leave with an angry toddler. And we're like, oh, no. We got to go find. If I see if we can find my phone. <laughs> so we find. We walk to a couple of places. We oh. ask, you know, and somebody finally was like, check out this bar over here. We go up and, you know. The guy holds up my phone with its sparkly case. And Does its this little look like yours? Pop socket <laughs> thing on the back, and my, my husband, about you know, just jumped for joy yeah. at me at the guy having my phone. So wow. I have to say, humanity, faith in humanity restored at West Oaks Farm Market.
0: <laughs> I mean, there is literally hundreds of cars. I mean, oh, yeah. I would say at least 500 cars when I saw, which oh. would mean thousands of people that were there. Yeah. So faith in humanity is restored yeah. because even amongst a market like that with tons of people, Someone somebody turned, turned it in. in.
1: I I was, it was basically whoever did that. Thank you for saving my night because yeah. I was like, my night was about to be
0: ruined. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. maybe they knew it was yours because we did such a great job promoting their event. They came that because thousands of, of people showed up because right. of Iconic Talk talking yes, about that. That is right? true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, but it was, it was fun. I'm glad we went. I definitely would like to go back on a day where it is less crowded.
0: Yeah. You know what? I'm going to be going there this coming, uh, this Friday. There's oh, yeah? a wedding. That oh, nice. I'm not in, but I'm be going to. Sure, and that's a great venue for that as uh-huh. well. Oh
1: yeah, I've I've uh, known a couple of people that had weddings there. I can imagine it would be really beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. they they
0: built the perfect venue for a big market day like that mm-hmm. in October. People flocked from all around the area. Yeah, have some fun, have some drinks, listen to some music.
1: Yeah, bounce yeah.
0: houses. It was great. It was. Yeah, yeah it was fun. Well, what was coming up this week?
1: So I'm actually um, excited for. Um, so I was asking you or before, have you been to the old Luckett store? It's like an antique store in Leesburg. I,
0: I know about it. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm not sure when they started doing this festival, like, and it's at the Clark County Fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. It's been the last few springs, possibly longer. I just knew about it for the last few years. So um, they have changed it to being this fall because, you know, with COVID, they did not have it last year and then they weren't able to have it in the spring. So they're calling it the spring market gone fall. And okay. it's. It's a three-day thing, so it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I believe you can still buy tickets at the... I know you can buy tickets at the door, um, but it's just really cool. It's So Luckett's store is like... It, it's just really fun around the holidays, but it's all sorts of home decor, like vintage, like, you know restored furniture just like trinkety type things Um, but they bring all sorts of vendors so like basically people from all over the country I mean definitely the surrounding states you get you know people that make their own soaps and lotions and candles people that make all sorts of signs and just a ton of like handmade furniture restored furniture it's really cool like if you have a room to decorate or if you just like just honestly for somewhere to go walk around and like see cool things I, I think it's super fun. Yeah. Like lots of planters. Yeah. And I mean, if you're into home design and decor, and
0: that's in Loudoun County. So
1: no, so that the fair is actually at the Clark County fairgrounds.
0: Clark County fair. Yeah. Okay.
1: So the main store that you can go to is in Leesburg, but right. this market where they invite all these vendors okay. is, um, is at the Clark County fairgrounds this cool. weekend. Yeah.
0: And I know we've talked about another big event uh-huh. that, um, we are one of our own at Icon yeah. Stacy Rao is heavily involved with mm-hmm. tell us about that that's this weekend
1: yes so that was the um Ravenswood fair so that is is i'm looking that one up is that one saturday and sunday or friday as well
0: i believe it is saturday and sunday
1: okay so that is um going to be like jousting and you know i'm think beer tasting mm-hmm. anything sort of of that era um as far as, you know, kids activities, they have axe throwing.
0: Yeah. And I, again, I remember talking to Stacey and Anthony weeks ago, talking about this live jousting. I mean, yeah, when do you ever get that? I'm, yeah. I'm here for that. So.
1: And, and that's at the Frederick County fair, Fairgrounds this coming weekend. Right. So um, that's going to be super fun as well. I think she said that's this is the third one.
0: The They're third not, one that they've done. Yes.
1: Oh, so it is October 15th through um, 17th as well. So
0: yeah, I'm pretty sure they shut it down on Monday.
1: Yes. So that's $20 for adult tickets for one day. Or you can do a three-day pass if you're like full on into this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Children under six free. Um, so that's going to be really fun too. Yeah, it looks like awesome. I'm sure you can like, you know, go in costume if you're into that kind of thing. But so that is um, Ravenswoodfair.com us so fair fair with an e E. yes Mm -hmm. exactly yep so that's going to be a lot of fun too yeah you can walk around with one of those like big turkey legs yeah and that would be you'll you'll fit right in it's not abnormal it's not different yeah
0: no it's all part of it Mm -hmm. well they are a couple days away from that actually yeah so those
1: are some fun things
0: yep that is awesome well once again feel free to reach out to us and let us know if you have events, if you have special activities going on that you want us to promote, we're all about the local community. Uh-huh. We're all about promoting local vendors and businesses to really encourage all of us to support each other. So sure. keep reaching out to us. Find us on social media. Find mm-hmm. us on, um, on all the podcast locations where you listen to your things. You can be Spotify. it can be Apple. it can be Google. Mm-hmm. You name it. We're out there. Audible yeah yeah that's another option you can find (laughs) just google iconic talk you know tell your friends Mm -hmm. let us know that we'll help you out and uh that is the way that we roll here Mm -hmm. so thanks so much for joining us on this episode of iconic talk we hope that you learned something from today's episode and really look forward to sharing more with you next week we will have another guest next Mm. week so this is just a little one-off fun conversation today yeah remember when you're looking for a real estate professional make sure they're experienced innovative personal dedicated and available
1: Right. We appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. If you have a moment, we would love it if you would leave us a rating and a review wherever you're listening. And if you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe or share the podcast with your friends.
0: Until next time, think iconic.